FGN Games presents Family Game Night First Edition Trivia Card Game. A new trivia game to play for you to get to know everything about your family brings this episode of Shop Talk Podcast to you. A fun new card trivia game to play with your family and close friends at your next family game night. Do you know your family? This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studios in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit www.shoptalkpod.com. Pink suits with hats to match. Big cracker down from Cadillacs. You looking for the fattest sacks. This is where it's at. Windows tinted. Seats for lyric line. Keep the hands on the burner. Cause niggas know that it's money on the Yo, what up, though? It's your man, Jay Johnson, a.k.a. the Tinfoil Hat Titan, a.k.a. the Conspiracy Realist, a.k.a. the Technology Snob, Steve Jobs Jr., Don't Text Me With Your Green Bubbles, a.k.a. I Only Debate My Equals, Everybody Else I Teach, also known as Juice, because all the hoes say, J.U. Ice, Young Caesar, because you know you can't roam without me, Mr. If You Don't Like Me, Fight Me. I got kicked out of Noah's Ark because they couldn't find another animal just like me. A.K.A. If you leave me in the room with lions, Simba's dying. Come back 15 minutes later, I'll have dinner frying. I am the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. What up? I'm glad you brought the Simba back because that's, that's, that's a personal favorite. Yeah, okay. And it's your man Dame going wild. The West Side Landlord, the pride of PA, High Chief Dame don't fuck around, the liquor store legend, the corner store conquistador, your mama's favorite Dame. And the David Ruffin of the Shop Talk Podcast, because you know who the fuck they came to see. Not you, Otis. It's no better than these four letters. Thank God for Dame. Let's go. Welcome back. Shop Talk Podcast, episode 127. You know better than me, nigga. I'll hey, never man. keep up with the count. We're running the count up. Did, somebody, somebody are there more beers here, or is that just for yourself? It's not, man, you don't never be drinking this shit. It's on the fridge. I mean, I'm still on my birthday run. Oh, okay. You one of them, you know. Yeah, I, I celebrate till Jesus' birthday. My birthday till Jesus' birthday. Man, that's that's a, that's not a, that's not a male trait. I don't give a fuck. I I celebrate life, nigga. I never expected to live this long. <laughs> okay. Not never in life. I should be dead than a motherfucker. I get you that. Not that you should be dead, but no, I'll I sh- I should be. I should be. I'll let you. Why? Like it's, God has been good to me. <laughs> <laughs> like straight up, my nigga. <laughs> he watch out for babies and fools, and depending on the day, I'm either one. Okay. How was your week, then, my brother? Uh, week was good. I lost my debit card this week, so I'm. F- I feel like I'm. I'm dead to the world. You got Apple Pay? No. Nah. What's wrong, nigga? I, I don't want all that shit attached to my phone. Like, I'm still like an old man with some But you shit. just lost your damn debit card. I did lose my debit card. Now everybody is attached to your fucking account. Nah, nah. Nah, I, I canceled the bitch. I mean, I'm... I'm just saying. Like, I went out and turned up Friday night just a little bit. Because my the thing I wanted to do was, like, Saturday, I was like, all right, I'm going to hit niggas up. We hit day shift, get fucked up, and just see where the day, like... Take us. You, you didn't hit me up. I know because I didn't have no money. <laughs> like by the time I woke up, the bank was closed. Uh, and I'm, you know how, like when you go out and you wake up, you're looking for your wallet, your keys, your fact. phone, wallet, debit keys. card. I, the same pat down before I walk out the house. Wallet, keys, gun, yeah, phone. yeah, all of that shit. But I'm doing a pat down and I look in my wallet and I'm like, where the fuck is my debit card? I ser- I turned the house upside down. I was like, fuck it, I can't find this bitch. And when no more banks open, it's like 2 o'clock in the afternoon now. So now I'm fucked up. I got like $3 mm-hmm. to my name. I had to like depend on the kindness of others to feed me mm-hmm. on Saturday afternoon. Yeah, that's unfortunate, fam. Yeah, that's whatever. But you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to have a house party before the year over. 
Okay. I'm going to throw a DJ in the basement and I'm going to fuck with my neighbors and have a house party. Okay, we'll throw Cool Breeze in there. Fuck you know yeah. We have a, you have a nice little. Yeah, I want that bitch rocking. Yeah. House party. Yeah. Like like the movie house party. Oh, yeah. For, like, I want full house party and the shit. All right, we fuck with it. Yeah. Um, This week, man, it was a pretty interesting week. In terms of, did you vote? Uh, I did. Okay. I did. Uh, it's very, so the voting shit, right? Yeah. So I live in the city, but I technically don't live in the city. Your ID still says for car, for, No, yeah. my, my, my for car ID, insurance. Yeah, like I can live in the city, but I can't live in the city because I'm not paying that shit. So I live in Farmington <laughs> Hills. Okay. So I go vote, right? But I only voted for four things because all the other shit, like I don't care about Farmington Hills. Did you vote yes for weed? I did. Okay, good job. I voted for, I actually voted yes for all the proposals in, uh, for the other governor lady. Because other old boys say he want to get rid of Medicaid, and that's fucked up. Yeah, it is. Like, he, like fam. <laughs> niggas need Medicaid. Niggas, <laughs> niggas need insurance. Be, niggas is going to be really hurt. You know what I'm saying? Until we can find something else, you just can't cut that shit off cold turkey, fam. Mm. So I'm not fucking with it. But other than that, like, I don't know who the fucking judges are in, in Farmington Hills. I don't know. I don't care nothing about y'all city other than. Your car insurance. Yeah. <laughs> so that's kind of interesting. It's fucked up because I would want to vote, like, for my city, but it shouldn't cost me an extra $350 a month just to switch my car insurance to the city. So I feel you. As soon as they put somebody on the ballot that's talking about that shit, they got my fucking support. I feel you. I just, I did vote. I just wanted to do my part to make sure that we crept through the door. Uh, but I was a little disappointed once I realized, like, my job can still drop me at random. So I was like, ah. Why you thought that was going to change? Uh, because we got, the job can't be above the fucking law, you know what I'm saying? That's what I thought. That's what I thought. But my company only re- only recognizes federal law, not state law. So, so alcohol is legal. You can't be drunk at work, nigga. I'm not saying I want to get drunk at work. I'm not. I'm not saying I want to get high at work because I don't. Because I work with drugs, medicines. You know, I can't be high. But what I would like to do is get high at home and not have to worry about a pesky random drug <laughs> test popping up on a nigga. That's that's all I want. So you know what's really gonna be fucked up though. And I ain't think about this shit is DUI is about to be at an all time high. Yeah, it is. Yeah, how, it do, is. how do you disprove that you're not that you're not high? They so, got, you, so you blowing in the crib, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't smoke. So say you blowing in the crib, your clothes smell like it, whatever, you get pulled over and you reek of marijuana and shit. Like if they give you some sort of test, like nigga, like it's gonna be in your system, your hair, your everything. Like, so how do you be like, no, officer, I wasn't I didn't smoke today. But like how how do you get out of the DUI? I don't know. I don't know. Is there a breathalyzer for weed? I believe so. I believe so. But I know, like, you can do, like, a mouth swab test and it'll let you know how much, like, THC is in Fam, the system at that time. You can't have my DNA. No. Can't have my fucking DNA. I will take, step out the car, sir. Hands behind your back. Well, we never, anyway, y'all know how to handle the police. We, that's not, we're not going in there. But look, thinking of, speaking of DNA, somebody made me so fucking angry this week, man. So, you know, uh, Steve Jobs Jr., iPhone, all that shit, right? Uh, the government got all y'all shit already. Like, it's no hiding from it. But this person was like, I don't want to use the face scan because I don't trust them, you know, them with my shit. Same, your face is the last thing you need to be worried about. Same motherfucker sending your DNA to the mail to fucking try to find out that you from fucking Africa. I don't want to. I don't want. I don't care where I'm from. I don't want. I don't want to know. Like, fam, you're from Africa. I'm black. 
Like you gonna you gonna give your DNA to a complete stranger, but you scared of your fucking mm-hmm. iPhone face scan. Like niggas got your DNA, fam. Yeah. Man. And I, I don't really, it may sound ignorant, but I don't care to know the ancestry that bad where I want to give up that shit. So look, if y'all follow me on Instagram, go to one of these posts I posted. All that Ancestry.com shit, 23andMe, 45 and them, all that shit is fake, fam. It's not possible. How you figure? It's not possible for them to tell you where you're from. They can't trace my DNA? No. Your like, DNA, pick that shit apart? Your DNA. Matter of fact, this is... I don't know enough about DNA. Like I ain't, I ain't, I ain't here for no fucking science exam. See, <laughs> <laughs> like I ain't here for that shit. Well, I'll put it like that. Your DNA come from you and your mama. I mean, your mama and your daddy, right? Yes. So you got two parents, and both of them got two parents, and then both of them got two parents, and then both of them got two parents. Like it's just too much information. Go to my Instagram. Look at that motherfucking video that came on sixty minutes a long time ago. The nigga was like, "Listen, fam, it's like zero point one percent true." And that's all we need for for us to sell that shit. Well, can't sell that shit to me because I don't get no fuck. <laughs> I know I'm 100% Zulu. Nigga, you light as fuck. And a drop of white blood in my body. I'm an <laughs> African king, nigga. <laughs> nigga, you either, uh, you, you unnatural. Nah, man. I'm 100%. You can't tell me shit different. Prove it. Hey, I told Prove y'all it. last week, man. It's only one light skinned nigga in this world I trust is my dad. No. I don't even know. I don't even know how. To, well, my mom. I mean, you I, didn't even know I had a sister for about twenty years. So I mean, there's so we, much about there's so much about each other we don't know <laughs> that we've never met. Actually, she you know, alive. A, she this alive. nigga do not have a sister. Though. I do. I do. <laughs> anyway, I love her to death. she's we, alive. We do. Verge know her. Hey, well, we all grew up together. <laughs> I mean, nigga, I don't, I don't know what else you want me to say. I mean. I mean, we had a couple live podcast events. She was like, she ain't fucking with you. We don't, I love her to death, but like we don't, our relationship needs a little bit of work. This is plain and simple. Like, I'm not the easiest nigga to be related to or to love. Fam, you showed me a grainy ass Polaroid picture that was crinkled up. (laughs) Like, I don't even. I don't have no recent pictures of my sister. I mean, I I don't know what to tell you. She don't exist, nigga. (laughs) (laughs) She don't exist. Whatever. Anyway, look, we got a, a special guest in the building today. I'm going to let her introduce herself, but do you think she got any kind of intros? I would hope so, because I saw something on one of her posts, how she described herself. Yeah. And I hope she throws it in there. I don't know. (laughs) Let's see. Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) I was not coming on here to fucking rap. (laughs) Oh, shit. Bars. Bars. All right. Shit is Elmatic. It's raw, it's real, it's ill. Okay. <laughs> we'll take it. I was, I was hoping you was going to throw in the Joy Road Princess. I am the Joy Road Princess. You you know. Know. Yeah, you, I saw you with some Joy Road slander this week. I didn't even, I didn't even entertain the <laughs> shit. I act like I didn't fucking see it, but I saw some Joy Road slang. I, mean, I, I threw it out there. You you know, say, I threw you, it out you there. Say you hit? It was it was a nigga that had a, a, a haircut in one of Jason's posts. I said that looked like a Joy Road nigga. Dude, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> you know what it you know what it means. No, I don't. Because how do Joy Road niggas wear their hair? You said you from Pierce? P- the that's, pride of PA. Yeah, that's the Pierce shit. Nah, <laughs> this nigga is from Rosedale. <laughs> North the, the pride of PA. The pride of PA. Right, fuck out of here. No, uh, you be talking about that pride of PA shit. I live it. Went to Catholic mm. school. I did. I don't deny that shit. I went to private school. I feel like uh, eight there. mile, eight mile of shit. <laughs> like you went to Cranbrook. <laughs> you, you. Hey man, my street cred is good anywhere. My FICO was good on Finkel. You cannot discredit the landlord. <laughs> All right, it's impossible. All right, man. 
Um, so welcome. We got L from the L Matic View in the building today. What's up? What's up? Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks for coming through. Absolutely. Um, and we want to see your view on a couple of topics that we gonna talk about this week. I'm ready. Now, this one thing that's happened this week, uh, it kind of irritated the fuck out of me. Actually, I was even to the point where I was arguing with niggas on Facebook, strangers, in fact. Okay. Because I don't really care about strangers. <laughs> um. So y'all heard about the young man who lost his life at his own baby shower? I did. Yes, I, I did. did. And uh, I just want to say this. Fuck them hoe-ass dogs, Yes, by the way. Absolutely. Niggas aren't arguing with me online talking about how this dog is a sworn officer. Okay. They are. So Technically, they are. So can mm. I say this thing? Yeah. If you felt like he was going to harm you or he had a gun or whatever you thought he had, why the fuck would you send an animal? Why would you not send a human after him if you felt like he was going to harm you? That's some bullshit. It's very much so some bullshit. Um, but the, my argument was this whole sworn officer shit. It's a they fucking do, dog. They do swear him in. Fuck that. Who swear him in? It's a ceremony. Another get, person swear. Like, I don't Nigga was fuck. telling me this dog was a sworn officer. Nigga, the dog can't swear. <laughs> the dog can't talk, nigga. When you pull it up on the news, the first thing you saw was K-9 officer killed. Right. Not the fact that a man lost his life at his own baby shower. Facts. Fuck him. That's what they're saying. Fuck him. Basically. It's a dog that died. Who that's, gives a that's fuck about a dog? The story. But white folks dog. love motherfucking dogs. And they love... So I have all these black people on my timeline defending this motherfucking police dog. Like, first Are off, serious? like... <laughs> We've had a long history with police dogs. That same kind of canine. Facts. German shepherds. You know what I'm saying? Like from from Jim Crow through mm-hmm. like through the whole nine. Like why are y'all defending this whole ass dog? It's a fucking dog. And guess what? I love my German shepherd dog. Guess what? If it's a dog coming after me, I'm shooting that motherfucker. I'm I'm, it's, it's I'm kicking here, it. Fam. I'm doing something. It's out of here. So look, with the police officer for whatever the, whatever went down, my man start running. He get the fuck out of there. So this don't mean that you can attack the guy for running, though. You sent the dog after him, meaning I'm going to send the dog after you to bite you and attack you. Like, the dog ain't doing nothing else but going to attack you. So as a human being, something is attacking me. I have the right to preserve my life against a fucking animal. Right. You out of there, fam. And then he ain't even shoot the dog up when I'm hearing. I'm heard the police shot the dog. Yeah, I'm hearing. I've been hearing the same thing. I'm not sure either. Um, and that's going to be even more fucked up if y'all shot your own fucking dog. And y'all didn't kill this man. Yeah. And a moment that's supposed to be joyous for me. That I was supposed to remember for the rest of my life. And they look so happy in yeah. all the pictures. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's a horrible memory for the rest of my you life. You wake up in the morning, you celebrate life, and you don't see the end of the day. For no, for really no good reason at all. I can understand like niggas committing crimes, doing what the fuck they do, but this trend of killing innocent people, like it's got to stop. The trend of killing black people hey, due, due to interactions with the police needs to stop. Can I ask you this question? Am I allowed to ask questions? Yeah. yeah. So I've always had this thing of they can't keep killing us, but it's like, do you value you to stop killing each other too? So I kind of, I kind of have this notion of. You backing me up? Okay. I kind of have this thing of, and I made an example on my vlog for this last year. You know, you have, and I use Miss Johnson. I'm sorry. Miss Johnson, her husband and her son has always disrespected her. Always. Bitches this, fuck you, mom, whatever. And the neighbor down the street says the same thing to Miss Johnson because right. her son and her husband speaks ill of, speaks bad to her. So why the fuck can't I? 
I kind of think it's almost the same thing. Black people kill each other over a dime bag of weed for nothing. Or I shot you because you got on some shoes that I like and I don't like you because you got it and I don't type of shit. Right, right. So it's like, when are we going to start valuing our, each other in our own lives if you expect for somebody else to do the same thing? I'm not saying it's okay. I don't mm-hmm. want anybody to think that I'm saying No, no, saying but it's that. a valid point that you make. I just feel like, when are we going to set the example for ourselves to make somebody else also do the same thing? Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. Those are two separate items, but what you just said is 100%. Nothing to do with the guy and his baby shower. That's a totally different regard. But when he says they got to stop shooting innocent people, I get that too. And I just think that, period, the police is just fearful of us. I think they're scared of us more than we're scared of them. 100%. And I think a lot of times these police officers, they are young males, young Mm -hmm. white males in a lot of situations, and they haven't dealt with aggression or interactions. Yeah, and never had interactions with black people in their life before they pulled them over. And it's like, first off, fam, I'm white, and you telling me what you're not going to do. Like, I think, like, they got a problem with that. It's an authority thing. White people have an authority and an entitlement anyway. That's just a white people thing. Which is why, like, for some reason this week... White people using the N-word came up again and shit. So there was like an argument over that shit. I'm like, fam, you can't use it, right? Do you think no? in no regard they cannot use it? In no respect, rather, they cannot use it? No. No. Mm-hmm. But like, Give me a valid reason why. That's the thing. Like, So why, as a white person... I grew up on, on Joy Runner Evergreen, but I also grew up on War and Tiredman, where there's nothing but poor white trash on War and Tiredman. Facts. I, that's my Joe Redden plain view. Right. So I'm right over there. I was on Stout in War. So like... Nothing over white kids, and they have nothing but hurt us say nigga. And I don't think they're saying it in a, like, nigger. I think it's a term of endearment for them, too. So I ask, like, so white folks, like, why you want to say it? It's like one of three reasons. One, the shit sound cool and you want to be cool. That's lame to me. Because mm-hmm. you just want to be cool. Mm-hmm. Two is you really trying to say it to be funny and trying to be offensive um, or three, you just don't like the fact that somebody told you not to say something, so you're going to say it anyway. Do you think that sometimes they're just oblivious to the fact? Maybe, for whatever reason, maybe the first time. But when you want to get online and argue back and forth with somebody, and, and once, like... If I'm saying I'm offended, I'm offended, stop it. Like, that's it. Yeah. If I'm saying that, don't use that with me, just understand that that is not in a determined that you can use, my nigga. <laughs> like, you cannot say that. And, like, that's it. That's it. It's no argument should be, like, there just should be no argument. Niggas online, and I retweeted one of the guys because he trying to, you know, he was trying to get fly. Like, I don't really, like, I'm going to tell you how to feel directly. So I'm like, first off, this is the dumbest shit I've ever heard. Like, well, I'm going to keep saying it. Okay, well, you you got the one hundred percent entitlement to say whatever the fuck you want to say. But you said around me, <laughs> I'm going in your shit, <laughs> like flat the fuck out. Like if I inform you that this is offensive to me, and you make a decision to do some shit anyway, I don't give a fuck what it is. If I tell you this shit offends me, and you do that shit anyway, I gotta take that as disrespect. Yeah, I'm cool with that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I get that. Um, I don't like this whole K nine shit. I don't think your life. Is more important than a human life. Well, they showed that when they sent Michael Vick to jail for them six years. <clears throat> fighting dogs and shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I get it. You know what I'm saying? It's fucked up. You don't want to hurt animals. But when that animal's hurting a human being, fam, that trump everything. I don't give a fuck what was going on. Human life is more important than animal life 100% of the time. And and at a certain point, like, natural instincts kicks in. If, if it, I'm from the... You from the hood. Fight when, when you Yeah, when you see a dog running at you... What's your first instinct? You're going to run from the dog. Now, if I'm in a situation where I can't run no more, 
Then I'm is if it's my life versus this pit bull's life. Well, goddamn it, the dog's life. Man, yeah. I don't want to shoot my neighbor dog next door and shit. Like what? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he got but a, you will if you have to. One hundred percent. He got this big ass rocket shit. Like so in the back when I come in, are the sweetest dog. Yeah, but when he in front of when he loose, he want to be tough in front of his owner and shit. Like when he in the backyard, I go through my back door and shit. Like he just be over there. <laughs> but like you know, what I'm saying when I come out the crib and he be sitting on the porch by himself, he like always. Like try to come over and his and his, his master tell him to chill, but like like hey fam, like <laughs> get like, your shit. <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna run to the car. No, like it's me or the dog, fam. This is gonna be the dog. If it's me or the dog, it's gonna be. And the I'm dog. with you, like, cause your dog don't mean shit to me. I don't care enough about animals, and I've always had dogs. I've me had too. dogs I my love whole life. Pit bulls and Rockwilders. I've always had a German Shepherd, but I don't give a fuck enough. No, I don't. I don't. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, man. I don't. I don't. I don't like that, man. And um, rest in peace to that young man. Yeah, because it's unfortunate. At the end of the day, no matter what the circumstances are, this man lost his life. Was at his baby shower celebrating the birth of his impending child. Yeah. Now that child is coming into the world without a father. If you choose to run from the police, that don't mean they should be able to kill you, fam. Like, it, I, we both got CPLs. If you if you breaking into my house and you run and turn your back, I'm not supposed to shoot you in the no, back. No, Kim Worthy gonna send your ass to jail for the rest. Fuck of Fuck yeah, she is. Kim Worthiness with that terrible ass weakness, whatever her name is. I'm blogging about her and her damn daddy next too. I don't went to drop some gems on her. I'm not next. a I'm not a fan of Kim Worthy. Nobody at all. is. No. She's not a fan of her damn self. I'm not a fan of her dog, but they trying to hit you with that homicide. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you they are gonna my, hit you with the homicide, yeah. and I can't shoot you. The fucking nerve of you! Mm. Yeah, they are gonna hit you with that homicide. Yeah, they did that with that one guy. It was about ten years ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, I remember just seeing the dude on the news, man. Like his house got broken to like four times, like back to back to back, and he knew who to get, was doing it. And he called the police, and they weren't gonna do shit. So they finally came. And my man popped one up and shit, but he shot him in the back. And I think that's that the nigga, same guy. They put, put him that in, nigga jail. in prison, dog. Yeah. You like, invade dog, my you, privacy. You harassing this nigga, dog. Like you were literally harassing this man. Got to go, dog. Yeah. Got to go. The law don't always work for everybody. All right, man. So that was one thing that happened on this week. Uh but I do want to talk about the voting in the elections and shit like that. All right, what? What was your thought? How how did you uh exercise your right? Of course. I almost saw exercising your right to vote doesn't mean voting. You Why? can exercise your right to vote or not, but it's going it's always going to be your choice whether to do it or not. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cuz I, I there's been elections I ain't voted in. Facts. I don't give there's, a fuck. There's definitely been elections that I and I have that I didn't vote in. And so what do you feel about uh, the cliche or the statement is true to some, true, not true to others, that if you don't vote, you don't have a right to complain. I do believe that. You don't have shit to say hmm. if you do not vote. Mm, no, I got a lot to say. Why? So listen, if I don't like either one of the candidates, right, and like whatever you, y'all, both of y'all political platforms or whatever go against my code, my morals, my values, I literally do not support either one of you. Like, why would I put my official support behind, like, one of you? you it's somebody you can choose Barry Sanders. I don't know. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? So my thing is, like. I'm going to say this. I'm not going to cut you off. Yeah. When we got to the Trump-Hillary Clinton election, I don't think that Hillary was the best candidate. And I for damn sure don't think Trump was the best candidate. But I do feel like 
She was the greater of two evils. I do feel like she was the more seasoned politician to go for. She was will be more respected as a politician to go for. And that's why I voted for Hillary. Initially, I voted for Barry Sanders, even though I mean, my grandfather said, I never heard of this nigga. You know? Oh, Bernie Sanders. Bernie. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, when you said, no, when you said Barry, I thought you were talking about Lions. Yeah. Oh, no, I meant, I meant Bernie. But uh, shit, I love you know Bernie name. Sanders. I, I hope he run, I, I think he he's should run old. again. He's, yeah, it's going to die in office. I'm okay. He only got eight years. He, Trump only what? Him and Hillary like four years apart. You know what I'm saying? They like, all kind of cool. But like, uh, I doubt he died in the next eight years. Hopefully he don't. But what I'm saying is like, I don't like Hillary and I don't like, um, of course I don't like 45. But like, I literally do think that both of you guys, neither one of you have my best interest in, in heart. So sometimes I feel that if you vote for say the lesser of two evils and then that lesser of two evils still do some evil shit that you don't like, it's your fault. You shouldn't complain because you voted for this shit. I get that too. You know what I'm saying? I get that too. So, so do you? How do you feel about the Obama, the Obama administration? Because so many black people out here complain about what Obama has done or not did. For when the I when I see what Trump does for white people, I feel like Obama probably could have done more for black people. Am I completely dissatisfied with his eight years in office? No. But like, was there more work that could have been done? Absolutely. He had eight years of bullshit to clean up. And that's hard to do. That's hard to do. Everybody got, you know what I'm saying? Because the, the 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 gig is eight year max. You know what I'm saying? Some most of y'all, some of y'all in there for four years. Some of y'all, some eight years. And whoever come in, it's like an ebb and flow. It's a Democrat in there for a couple of years, and like it's always gonna be that. Um, it's not an easy being president. Can't be an easy ass job. Nigga went not. from it nigga went from can't. black hair, jet black hair with waves to ice gray by the time eight years was done. Facts. It definitely is a, a, a stressful position. Um, it was just some shit in there that, that I just didn't like. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I think it would have been a conflict of interest had he done everything for black people. I think he got to do something, though. I think at the end he should have done everything for black people and grabbed his and and guess and said, what? fuck you. And guess what? I don't give a fuck about a conflict of interest. Because if there's a marginalized group of people, everybody say, well, he not black people president. He everybody president. There's a marginalized group of people. When you do something for one marginalized group, you help everybody in the same fa- in the same form of fashion. So if nobody has helped this marginalized group of people for all these years, what's wrong with saying that's what I'm going to do? I agree. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's okay. Because it's wrong. Not saying, like, I'm just going to hook y'all niggas up. Like, like Kwame. I mean, it should have been. I, I wouldn't have been mad at a little bit of hookup in the end. What I'm saying is, In like, the end, for sure, I expected him to do a little. Last bit. six months to a year, grow a beard. I'm saying, fam. And just, grab and just his let it fly. Fuck the world. I'm That's saying, what I wanted to do. Like, unless you're in a nation, fam, get you a mustache. <laughs> like, I get it. Your first off, you want to get the second re-election. Fam, you here for the second time. Get your goatee. Get your beard on. Do some shit. Like, I don't trust a black man with no mustache and no facial hair. He's half white. Yes. Just always remember that. Yes. But he's half African. He's still half white. According to 45. (laughs) (laughs) I can't listen. Nothing that sherbet face nigga got to say. So listen, man. uh, It's not a popular opinion. So. um, Is it my Lee opinion? No. Andrew Gillum in Florida and Stacey Abrams in Georgia. Stacey fuck around and still win. You yeah. know what I'm saying? They're both doing recounts. <laughs> yeah. Florida is one of the most racist states. Facts. Facts. Yeah, we know that. So, Georgia, too. Yeah. Not as bad. Miss- Mississippi and Florida got to be the worst. Why would you want to live in Mississippi? Listen, man. <laughs> no, <laughs> just give my, me a good reason. Like, my, why would you want to live there? all my relatives. I like to go back. <laughs> I don't know that if me living in, <laughs> this is going to sound crazy. I might have set this, I may have set this election out 
if I was living in Georgia. Set it out all together. Yeah. Why? Because I like Stacey Abrams because she's black off off top. Like, if, if I was going to vote for her, it was literally strictly because she's black. But I feel like I'd be voting against my own self-interest because it's one thing I did. So, you know how me and my Second Amendment rights are, right? Uh, what is was, that? Can you enlighten me? Uh, I believe um, I believe in the Second Amendment. Um, I do think that a lot of people who don't know anything about guns or firearms or rifles are making laws and... Just they literally they be making shit up like mm-hmm. they literally be making shit up for the like we have this <laughs> we got this twenty four clip ghost gun I'm like no what the f-? anyway they just be making shit up so Stacy said that she thinks the AR fifteen is a weapon of mass destruction she said, I think it's military grade and she would love to bring the assault rifle ban back and I'm not for it you know what I'm saying and when she was saying I'm like well. I wonder, do she believe that? Like what she said, like what she was saying was like literally factually inaccurate, right? Mm-hmm. So if you like the governor, like I need you before you pass, like I, before you pass legislation, I need you to know exactly what you're talking about. You know what I'm saying? And um, she, it didn't appear that she did. And I'm like, you know, I, she got to find a platform to stand on and lead, run off of. Lead, I think that's why she lost. Like you in you in the Georgia, deep south, they not giving. They got up. nothing but. That oh yeah. Shit. Even if that's what you was gonna do, just leave that shit audio platform and then just run. Because I think that's what actually gave her an L. I wouldn't have voted for you if you're trying to take away any of my Second Amendment rights. Because you don't got no other to, you don't got any of the other amendments unless you got the Second Amendment. Like how you make a nigga give you the other ones unless you <laughs> got a gun. I don't know. I feel you. I feel you. I don't. I'm not. I'm. I agree with you that I'm opposed to the second a second amendment right being taken away at all. I don't think that's the reason why she lost. I mean, she a black woman in the deep fucking south. Deep and south. if you looked outside of that of those counties that she did win in like around Atlanta and shit, like wasn't nobody fucking with her. I mean, I forget that it's white people in Georgia when I go to Atlanta. Yeah, because Atlanta ain't Georgia. <laughs> Nigga fucking fat. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Atlanta is I went two weeks ago and seen some white people downtown. Like, what are you doing? What y'all here? doing here? Which is wild because Detroit even blacker than Atlanta and shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Blackest city in the country and shit. Uh I don't know. So um I hope she I mean, I do want her to win, right? Because she black. Like just off some brick. I want shit. everybody black to win. Except for John James. Oh yeah, fuck that. Nigga. But like, I do, fuck that. Nigga. Nigga. I do need, but I, I do need you to run on something besides being the first black governor in Georgia, because that's what I heard a lot of, and I didn't hear like what her, what your stance was. What yeah. You were now, granted, behind. I don't live in Georgia, but like what I've seen on my timeline and my social media, and her going door to door, Oprah and all the other shit, like that's great. But I don't. I didn't hear nothing. What are you gonna do? That reached me about. Now I did her, like I don't think the. The black folks pointing out that white folks or some of those white people are racist is is the way to go in politics no more. Like, fam, that shit don't work because don't nobody really care about that shit no more. We always going to agree with this shit and we always going to ride. But 
you got to appeal more than just to black people in order to win. You got to like it takes so much more to move that needle in order to win uh, the type of political office like governor. You can win city council. Mm-hmm. You can win yeah. mayor of a black city. Like it's is e- that shit is easy to do. Yeah. But like when you're looking for governor, president, like it's more than just oh they racist as fuck. Like we know that. We got history to prove that shit. Like, what else do you have to stand on? Because you're going to need them white votes you in order talk. to get your ass in office. Because that's not going to move me enough. The gun thing is not going to move me enough to make me want to vote for you. Facts. For mayor. Especially if, like, you're not. If so, I'm white. If I'm white, matter. I already think, like, I already think the government's coming from the guns. And then you say you want to bring the assault rifle And then you're a back. woman. And, and you're black. black. Yeah. You're a woman and you're black in the South. No, I'm straight. Like on some strategy shit. Even if that's your goal, like fuck, I'm taking. We're not getting that bit. And guess what? That's your that's your right. So whatever your thoughts and pu- views are, once you get in the political office that you vote in, yeah, what's your right? If you want to try to take the shit, take the shit. But you probably should have kept that shit on the low. Yeah. So like, I don't know what it's like to run for a political office. Like that shit's got to be stressful. I thought about it. I've been thinking about it. I wanted to run for city council, but I got too much shit in my past that's gonna fuck me up. Same. I'm saying though, <laughs> my man. Dang, stay, all you got to do is a quick Google search. It ain't gonna go far. My man, the state representative who shot his uh, girlfriend Carver and shit. Yeah. Like they, they, a part of his plea deal was for you to step down. Like they can't take you out of office. Oh yeah, the little light skinned guy. Yeah, the young guy. Like yeah. your past don't matter. Niggas get out of prison. Niggas, will, you can you can be on. You can run for political office and have a felony. I don't want to talk about that shit. I don't want niggas to ask me about it. Better people. You pulled it up. You Google the shit. That's the that's the fucking enough. What is what did the police file say? Hey man, if you break <laughs> the steel, uh, Charlemagne quote. If you embrace your truth, nobody can use it against you. Yeah, I mean, I bring it. Like, I don't want to just. I don't want people to keep bringing that shit up in my campaign. This podcast is going. I mean, this is enough to ruin me right here, nigga. I done <laughs> hey, talked like, about <laughs> incriminate yourself for fucking enough. <laughs> you know, turning the day I the day I announce political office, I'm deleting all this shit. <laughs> it's never gonna go away. I'm Once deleting. it's on the internet, it's never gonna it's go in away. The cloud. And I done talked about. Turn, turning babies into smoothies more than once. I mean, I'm... Yeah, you don't have no more kids. Oh, no, I'm I'm, I'm yeah. good. I'm going <laughs> to get snipped in the spring. Oh, this shit. time. This time. I did that. I cried to my dad one time. I asked him to get fixed. I was like... How many kids does he have? Seven. Oh, mm-hmm. he, he, he's probably trying to reach a goal. He's even gone numbers. now. But if he was alive, it'd probably be 20,000 of us motherfuckers around here. Well, you know. That's not cool. I, I mean, it matters. If it, he can take care of him, it's cool. Financially, what about emotionally being there for him? Now that's yeah, that's, that's I mean. still part of taking care of him yeah. in the household because all these kids are not in the household. So how well, do you? It's do hard that? to keep seven kids in one household. Well, if yeah, because they, they all got different mammies. I mean, <laughs> well, even if they're not in the same household, if I can give you financial and emotional support, it's okay. Someone, I mean, I try and raise a lack. No, I I, I lack in the house because I don't like you. That's true. <laughs> I try and raise absentee. I try and raise all my kids together in the same house. Now, I mean, I'm not saying it's a it's a juggling act. You know what I'm saying? But like, it get done. It gets done. God bless you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> thank you. <laughs> so let's talk about the Elmatic View. I know you got your season three, uh, season three. that just kicked off. Mm-hmm. Um, how'd you start off in the Elmatic View? Explain what it is and how you started mm-hmm. off. So I've always wanted to go into broadcasting. My dad went to college for broadcasting um, at Miles College in Alabama. And so it was a thing I wanted to do, and then I felt like it was too far. I didn't finish school. It was like a dream I had forgot about, whatever. And I went through some stuff in 2016, and I was just, like, praying to God for strength and for purpose and for just different stuff. And I was like, you know, just guide me. 
And he was like, duh, you know what you're good at. Like, stop playing. And I'm like, I don't have nothing. I'm like, I got a fucking cell phone. <laughs> you know, and then I just started with that. And I got, like, a lot of, like, people just fucked with it. They just really thought, like, we happy you did that type of thing. And then I feel like I'm a well-rounded person, so mm-hmm. I can talk about just about anything for the mm-hmm. most part. And so I think that's what connects me to people is that I'm a girl from the hood. Like, my dad was murdered. I got drug dealing family everywhere. And not to say that's a thing, but that's, like, to show you part that. Part of your story. It's a part of my story. It's a testimony that you don't have to be that kid that follows in that direction. But you can also be a spiritual person and a person that's aware of what's going on and a person like to go to the strip club and have a good time. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's what makes people gravitate toward me. Like, she a runaway girl, and she's not a dumb girl either. That's dope. Um, I think Cute. one of the I think one of the first videos or one of the first YouTube clips I watched of your show uh, was when you sat down with uh, Chris. I mean, um, Chris, Ga- Chris Gotti. Gotti. I was listening to earlier. I was listening to, um, and I'm redoing that actually. I was re- with Chris Gotti. Mm-hmm. Okay. I was listening to Premium Pete earlier today, and they was talking about Chris Lighty. I had Chris Lighty on my. Uh, <laughs> On my brain, but I thought that was a really dope, uh, really dope interview. And like, you don't see many interviews with Chris. Um, so that interview, it, it was so much more that could have been in that. The guy who edited it fucked it all up. I kind of saw it. And he will not give me my footage, and I paid him. And he's like a young kid. I think he doesn't know the elevation that L Medic was gonna get come to. And so he said, "Fuck you," and deleted all of my shit. So I talked to Chris, and he's like, "We'll do it over, you know, whatever." My dad. Um, you know, Supreme McGriff is. Mm-hmm. My dad was friends with, with Supreme McGriff. Um, and that's how he knew Chris and Irv and all of them. So I reached out to, um, actually, Irv had posted a picture of my dad on Instagram. And then Chris re it. And I know Irv is a little farther to reach. Chris is more, you know, he's like us kind of, but he's doing his own thing. He's always been behind the scenes. And mm-hmm. he still keeps in touch with one of my uncle's other friends. Actually, they're best friends, one of my uncle's other friends, too. And um, I reached out to him first. He's like, man, call, go to Chris yourself. Like, he's a cool guy. And off the sh- it was a free interview, like, off the strength of my dad. Yeah. That's so dope. that was a good thing, too. Like, you think about the life that he lived. It was like people, when you got love for people 15 years he's been yeah. dead, people love you. Mm-hmm. And I'm he didn't have to do that, you know. Right. And that was an awesome experience. I went to Cincinnati, drove out there, and it was cool. What kind of things you, uh, kind of topics? I saw you uh, spoke about uh, the Honorable Lewis Minister Farrakhan when he was here uh, the other day. What kind of things you got lined up this, this season? Um, my videographer disappeared on me, so if you know anybody that wants to shoot me, let me know. <laughs> That's what's holding me back right now. But um, I got you covered. Thank you. So just this, I, I'm as transparent as I am, some things I don't like to talk about gotcha. because I don't want to offend people. Mm-hmm certain things that I've never even expressed to people. So, Because I'm a person that's funny that I'm a video blogger and I have so many things to say. I'm bad at communicating. So I want to just be more transparent when it comes to like things that I'm going through because so many things that I'm going through, the next person is going through too. And they don't want to feel alone. And they don't want to feel like you got everything. And, I ha- and one thing I'm going to talk about specifically is that I'm, I'm going through something personal where people are feeling like because I'm positive, I'm presumed to be perfect. Like, right. no, I just feel like why am I going to soak in what's wrong it's not going to make it what's right being positive is just how you deal with the shit that you go through that's like it. positive people like had a bad days like well. everybody else like yeah. i'm going through it like everybody else like, i didn't feel in love with a piece I'm of shit positive. ass nigga one or two times too like it's just that's what it is but that doesn't mean that i'm supposed to just be like i'm just gonna be fucking depressed better let me get this positive off and let me uh balance these evil vibes or exactly it's not, it's not, not gonna, gonna be right because <laughs> people start killing motherfuckers and blowing shit up yeah. and doing all kind of stuff and i was at a point in my life 
I was depressed for probably 10 years and didn't know it. And wow. so I was just like, I can't be like this. Like, I'm not a, I'm not a person that I want to be around. Now, this is a, this, me being how I am now was a journey of years of being in a depressed state. I mean, my dad was murdered when I was 12. Mm. That's a pivotal moment in any kid's life. I'm mm-hmm. learning who I am as a person. I'm trying to figure out things. And when you need a father to be there, you know, mother and a father, period. And my mother was going through her own thing with, you know, losing someone abruptly, her first love, and I got to raise these kids by myself. I felt abandoned on both ends. Mm. But I had to also realize that I'm not going to um, resent my mother and my father. And that was the thing I had to come to grips with, was resenting him within his death. Like, that was a big thing. Like, angry at him, like, you left me. But it was like, that wasn't his choice to leave. And that's why I, I... I don't know if you ever pay attention. I I love Jay Z because mm-hmm. there was so many songs that he made that I felt like was his life, and it was like when Jay Z said he don't make the right choice, understand but every choice that he make, he make it for his fam. I felt that like he lived his life. That's the best thing he knew to do was to be in the streets. So so back to what your question was. Sorry to uh, digress. I want to just talk. Be more transparent. I want to talk about the opioid crisis because that was a big thing. A family member of mine that just just fell addicted to, like, pills. And just, like, I saw a person I loved to death just diminish. Mm. And they end up dying. Not from that, but I feel like it may have something to do with it. I feel like the hip-hop culture um, makes it okay, and these our kids are going to be heroin addicts in a minute. And they don't even realize it. Um, I want to talk about some... um, Do more of my poetry because that's like a thing I'm getting into just to show that I'm I'm multifaceted. I can just do just about anything. So Elmatic is more than just a blog. Elmatic is going to be like a thing. Uh, Why did you name it Elmatic? (laughs) Because Elmatic is one of the best albums of all time. We can agree on that, Jay. Like, we're not going to do this again (laughs) this week. We're not going to do this again this week. I thought it was catchy. L. Ill. I thought it was catchy. I started selling hair first and it was called it was called Elmatic Luxury Hair. And um, when it's not of God, it's not going to work out. Mm-hmm. And I just knew, I'm like, I can sell hair. You know, fuck that. It's a, it's a, it's a billion-dollar business. It, God's hands wasn't in it, so it wasn't blessed. And I just kept the name, Elmatic, because I'm like, it's going to just roll with me because the shit is tight. So I just kept it going from there. Okay. You don't have to look. We don't have to do that this week. What's we your, don't have to do your, that this What's your week? favorite album of all time, period? My favorite album Still of all time. That's when I fell in love with hip-hop. Still Matic. Still Matic. That's my favorite album. Period. Okay. That's like my my. I listened to it today, actually. All way. genres. That's your favorite album. It's my favorite album. Okay. I'm not of saying all genres. Ooh, that's. High. I'm not saying like it's the best album. I mean, you didn't you didn't genres, specify but like that's my we, favorite. Like we just talking hip hop. Like my favorite album of all time is probably Life After Death. Mm, okay. What's your favorite album of all time? Blueprint. Okay, I can respect that. I I can't. I can respect Blueprint that. Blueprint for me was was my childhood. Like, yeah. I remember, like, everything from the Blueprint. And so that was a time where, like, a lot of shit was going on. And that's typically what sticks with you, that album that you grew up with that has some type of imprint on where you mm-hmm. were in your life when it dropped. I mean, and for me, that's that's life after death. I would say that and Share My World by Mary J. Blige. Okay. okay. Two different time periods. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. remember them vividly. Life after death was, is extremely important in my in my life story, right? Right. But I, my, I think what I listened to the most of, and I had to re- and I just came to this realization about a year or so ago, like, damn, this might, I think this is like my favorite album. <laughs> you Still keep listening to You shit. know what I'm saying? Like, it, like at, I don't got shit else to listen to. I think that might be one of his in. best. It's like Stillmatic, 
and I, I listen to Godson today too. Like, I like uh, Godson. I love Godson. You, you, you all are pulling me somewhere. I don't, I don't want to go. This ain't got nothing to do with you, fam. Uh, <laughs> Nas let us down. I love Nas. Nas is a person that I can't. Listen you like to. Nostradamus? I did. You like, like really? You like the Blueprint too, the gift and the curse? No. Okay. Yeah, then. that's a different. That's a different ball game than Blueprint One. Blueprint One was like. I bet boom. you I can, I can give you more bricks. Never. We're not going. We're no, not going no, here. we we just we, not. We, we just not. Before. It's been three weeks in a row. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just like just, I'm just yeah. going. I just want to let it go. This? Yeah. Well, I mean, we low key had a. We actually had a whole episode. Jay versus Nas. Dame, oh, why was the fuck wasn't I here? Dame got washed in this whole. He got washed in this debate. Cause uh, I, you spoke on facts, and yes, I speak from emotion and say crazy shit. Are you a Libra? No, I'm a Scorpio. Oh, you're still emotional. Yeah, no, not at all. <laughs> I just deal with facts. I'm not, you know. Did you like Nazir? I did. I did too. I think like, I saw an elevation of him as an artist. For some reason, you know. Let's 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 just table this bullshit. Like Nazir was terrible. Really? Yes. I liked it. Terrible. It wasn't terrible. Would it, would I bang it in my car all day? No. 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 What? There's nothing to bang you, in the car all day. You listen to some. Ter- if that's terrible, you listen to some, some horrible fucking music, then, dog. I mean, no. my what, opinion okay, so, is my opinion. So, what do you ride to in your car all day? I've been listening to Stevie Wonder Greatest Hits for two days. <laughs> what I've been, what I've been listening to, the drug one to, you know, Stevie Wonder can see. By the way. Yeah, he's not blind. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. We, we cracked the code. We, 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 we cracked the code. We Stevie's not blind. A couple weeks ago, we cracked the code. I ain't about to fuck with y'all with this shit. <laughs> uh, we'll, 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 we'll talk about it <laughs> Last later, week was I was on my Rick James kick. I was Rick James in it out. Facts. Uh, what I've been listening to lately, I'm still on that uh that Fetty, Freddie Gibbs and uh, Currency. That's still what I've been listening to lately. I like Currency. And and uh, Don Kennedy. I've been on Mozzie, Gangland. Too. I love Mozzie. Gangland Landlord. I tried to listen to. Uh, I got. I just got around to listen to the Swiss Beats joint today. How is it? I haven't got into it yet. It's not bad. The song with Nas on that bitch is fire. It's good. Nigga. It's good. Fire. Let me say, Nas is a great feature artist. Duh. This this was Nas like in his prime, in his bag. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying that he don't get busy to, or that he's not in his bag at times. But Nas is giving us lackluster albums. Sometimes, Sooner or later, y'all will know who the prophet is, and it hasn't Jay. been Nas. It's Jay. Nas has given me sometimes I don't give a fuck about the pyramids in Egypt. Sometimes he throws me with the too deep shit. Sometimes he can be too fucking deep, like common, so, like too much. So El, I'm gonna ask you to I'm gonna ask you to take a stance very quickly, and we can leave this Nas I'm a Jay conversation all day. alone. Takeover versus Ether, which was better? Ether. <laughs> all right. Next. I mean, how many weeks in a row do somebody got to prove <laughs> you wrong? Like, <laughs> when we get Marvin here, he agrees with my stance that takeover is better than either. And I would love to argue with that nigga face to face about this. <laughs> so, shout out to Marv. We're going to flip some tables around this bitch. It's, I'm, it's, it makes me want to move furniture. That's how mad it makes me. Okay. If y'all want to do a two on two, you and Marv, <laughs> <laughs> me and I, anybody else. Um, Family Game Night First Edition is a great game to play at all family functions and provides a way for players to learn things about their family members. A must-have game for any and everyone who loves to play trivia card games. Very easy directions to understand. All ages can play. It was created by the Jackson family, a young black family of five who wanted to make learning about their family fun and exciting for the kids as well as adults who may have forgot some things. So check it out. If you play the game, you think it's fun and exciting, suggest it to your friends so they'll have something to play, you know what I'm saying, when they're with all of their friends. 
Also, upload a screenshot of you and your family having a great time playing the game and tag at FGN Games and hashtag FGN Games, hashtag DYKYF. Do you know your family? So there was a a shooting in California this week. I briefly heard of that. I don't watch the news much. It's depressing. Yeah, I was in. Uh, I was getting an eye exam, and it was on the news. So uh, a 27, 28 year old white male, um, former Marine, went inside of a bar on college night and shot like and killed like twelve people. And one of the people was Tamara Maury's niece, right? Really? Yeah. yeah her, it was just her husband's niece. Oh. Then I heard like one of the people. This I'm sorry for this tone. The one of the people was like a survivor of like the Vegas shooting or some shit. You know, it's always like. Oh yeah, the, the white guy with the hair, like the mullet. Uh, so like, dude went in there with a handgun, like just a regular fucking like no machine gun, no like extended like this. Or people say they heard like semi-automatic fires. That's that's just what people are saying. What does that like? See, this is what I'm saying. Like every, that's where the story gets convoluted. No, it's not convoluted. Everything except a revolver is semi-automatic. Like, so you're a gunsman. I have built some few guns. Oh, you are like a problem. Uh, but like, <laughs> Jay got a militia going. It's crazy. No, but what I'm saying is like, what is semi-automatic means? You pull the trigger one time, one bullet comes out. I think they like, were trying to say it. that like he he probably had an assault rifle. I think that's what people were trying to insinuate. He had a Glock. He had a regular gun. This is what bothers me about shit like this. Where the fuck do people at like that? I'm going to fucking take you down. Like somebody got to jump on this nigga back. Y'all all just screaming. Ah, ah. Like what the fuck? Do you really think he's going to do that with somebody? I'm not saying gun? that either because at the same time people say when a robber come up, you're going to pull your gun. No, I'm in a set of shock. But somebody out of 28,000 of y'all motherfuckers. Well, they was think. in a bar and a bar is a gun free zone. So you can't have a gun in a bar. So like, you know what I'm saying? Like the shooter always shoots where you can't have guns at. You know what I'm saying? Like, he never goes somewhere where, like... Because everywhere I go that you can't bring a gun, niggas got guns and he goes, though. Including the bars here in the city of Detroit. Always. Yeah, but, like, <laughs> you know, in California, it has the strictest gun laws in the country, fam. But a white man came in and shot. Uh, ex-Marine. You know what I'm saying? So they're like... Wow, it's weird, because that's just not weird, but I just seen something on a Chicago PD of a of a uh, ex. They say he was suffering from PTSD, possibly. They haven't discovered a true motive for why... He so, went to the bar shooting. So when is our government going to start making it a uh, something you have to do after you got the military of, of seeking therapy? Because these people be fucked up. Yeah. They ain't going to pay for that shit. They don't pay for nothing. I feel like our military is the most mistreated people in the country. Oh, for sure. These vets come home and they they're giving them. little to nothing. Yeah, nothing at all. For, not, well, not forget them coming home, but like when they go over there, y'all go out there, y'all soup them up with different shit. And then y'all make them assassins for hire to go out there and murder, rape, and pillage other like you make them do some America shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? What scandal to me is like real life. When I used to watch scandal, I'm like, I believe all this shit happens real life in the government. Like this is not made up. Oh yeah, yeah. like the first three or four seasons scandal. Then they got crazy. Yeah, they got a little ridiculous. And like, but just, for sure, but, I was like, B six thirteen is real. Yeah, it's, it's something like that <laughs> out this there. This is some sure <laughs> shit. Like this shit is real. One hundred percent. Like there is a Papa Pope and a Mama Pope, and like this shit is real life. Yeah, for sure. Like uh, I said, uh, S J. This shit from this the CIA lady who does, um, like the makeup and shit to keep people undercover. Like, shit, they showed a picture of her. She took her fucking face off in front of George Bush and had that bitch in her hand. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
Like the shit that we see on TV, like niggas be like, yeah. ah, I'm a new person. Like that shit is real. Yeah. Like she literally, there's a picture of George Bush Jr., the stupid one. Like he <laughs> had his, she had his, her hand, her her face and shit. So then they took this lady and then made her, made her up to be like an old woman and shit. I mean, an old man. I'm like, dog, this shit ain't like the movie shit. Like this is real life. Mm-hmm. I mean, if they can do it in a movie, they can. People been doing it for years, as far as I'm concerned. That so. MIB shit, I mean, uh, Mission Impossible shit. Nigga took the face off. That shit real, fam. Excuse me. That shit is uh, fucking scary. That smelled like a Hennessy burp. Uh, <laughs> I had a nay hole for any hole yesterday. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but this, uh, you know, every time there's a shooting and shit like that, like the gun control thing pop up, and uh, like people just was was like wilding out. Like, how do you stop? A nigga from going into a bar and shooting some people up, dog. You can't. Crazy is just gonna just gonna manifest itself when it feels like it. Like you can't do shit to stop crazy people. Now I do think, you know, we don't look for the signs or we don't recognize the signs when people are going through shit. You know, everybody is wrapped up in their own thing. We cold. We heartless. We we focused on what we doing. So we don't necessarily recognize when people are, are crying out for help or when they show those signs that they need help or that they're stressed or depressed. Like, I don't think we recognize those things no. enough to help to kind of counteract it. Because I did a blog on that, too, on mental illness, especially in the black society. Nobody ever talks about it. Oh, she crazy. He moody. She's an alcoholic. Oh, he's a crackhead. Like, why are they like that? Like, it's a reason behind. Like, he'll, tell, he'll smoke a blunt. He'll be all right. Right. Like, take a nap. Yeah, yeah. like, did you take your pill today? Like, it's, it's a joke. Like, you know, because I, like, I've suffered from depression and anxiety. And my mom be like, you know, because she crazy, like. No, I'm, no, I'm went, going through some shit. Right, because of a lot of shit. Like that's not anything to play with. But I think that's more. I think that's also generational oh, when, it, sure. when it comes to black people. Like we don't, we don't talk about that shit. No. We don't agree with it. Wait, look. Uh, so listen, it's two stereotypes that I, I don't necessarily like because mental health and mental is is like a, a thing right now, which is I'm glad that it's a thing right now. But one of the cliches and the stereotypes I hear is that like. Uh, black people don't believe in therapy or they don't believe they don't and stuff like that and i don't know that that be the case i do know that we may have not gone because they just don't they may not go on because like i just had no money to go see a fucking therapist not verse not specifically that i don't believe in it's like i've just never did it so i could never explain that shit to you your insurance is going to cover it a lot of niggas in the hood don't got insurance true medicaid's going to cover medicare medicaid whichever one you know, but like, I think that was never been. I think that it's don't sleep with your business. You know, it's gonna be all right. Don't worry about it. Pray, pray to God. about it. You know, and but what am I praying about? You know, like what what is my prayer going to be? Yeah, I started therapy at like twelve. My dad got killed. My doctor was like, he had been my family doctor since the seventies. Like she's gonna need therapy. Yeah, and I don't give a fuck what y'all think, but I'm referring her to go to a therapist. And my mom took me out because I was telling her too much of the business. You know, and that was that fucked me up, and I didn't go back again until I was grown, and I kept going in and out, in and out, in and out, and now it's like it's a thing. Like I'm gonna go take care of myself. Your mental health is just support, just as important, if not more, than your physical health. Definitely, because your mind is 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 starting everything. Mind over matter, all that matters is the mind. So like your it, it controls everything. So I've never been to therapy, right? And I've always wondered, like, so because there's a difference between you have a psychologist. And you have a psychiatrist. psychiatrist. Like one is gonna give you some medicine and shit. Psychiatrist. Yeah. So it's like, so are they just listening, or are they actually giving you, or a life coach, or are they giving you advice? No, they're gonna do the first initial couple couple appointments. They're just listening. They're it's listening intake. because they have to understand what's going on. Yeah. And then they'll ask you questions to get feedback. Mm-hmm. So it's 
do you feel this is that? Why do you feel that way? And so at first you feel like you're not accomplishing anything until you're realizing the question that they're asking you is opening you up more to say the things and so they can give you that advice. It's peeling them layers back from the onion. Absolutely. That's all they're doing. Absolutely. Because I, I, I'll be honest, I go, to, I go to therapy. It was something that I needed when I lost my mother like four years ago. Like it took me somewhere that I, I knew wasn't healthy for me. And I needed that to to come up out of it. I mean, we coming up on one year. On Thanksgiving Day, it'll be yeah. one year. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so I've been thinking about the shit. You know what I'm you saying? You should go. But mm-hmm. so this is what I've been thinking. Like, so if I don't think as a whole, a lot of black folks have had traditional therapy. But if you got a place to talk and get your ideas out and people ask you questions, maybe you have been in some sort of a therapy session. There's a form of it, but I would suggest to anybody seeing a certified professional and having And be done. receptive to them telling you you might be a fucked up individual. Yeah. <laughs> and not those. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah, because it's not it's not for them to coddle you. It's not. It's for them to, fi- to help repair. that is what's wrong with people. They yeah. want you to pacify them, pass them on the back. Like, no, this is what's wrong. This is what you need to do. And the person, and the first thing, their life ain't perfect. They're not saying that they is, no, but they're not the ones getting therapy. You are. I'm just a subject. I'm a subject <laughs> subject matter expert in this field, right? <laughs> so that's it. Fuck you, don't tell me, nigga. Yeah, but I I think you I think you will find some benefit out of it. I know for me, it helped me uncover a lot of shit that I didn't know I was internally dealing with, and it just helped me to become a better person and a more transparent person, and even effectively helped me be a better parent because I understood things that I saw. I saw certain traits within my sons yeah. that I that I had in me, and I understood, you know, what, what I understood better why they had these certain reactions, and it helped me to to deal and parent them better. I can see that. That's dope. Just in general, yeah. I think that me going to therapy, like I'm, I'm not a parent yet, but I think it's gonna make me an awesome parent. So I got a uh, a mental health professional. Um, I'm gonna bring them on the show. I think we can. Uh, maybe we can do like. Damn, technically that's already being done. Maybe we can do like some. So listen, you you fuck with Tax Stone, right? Of course. So one, of, uh, I love Tax Stone podcast, and I just went back and listened, started from the beginning because like I miss Tax. Uh, but he did like a live. He had his therapist, uh, therapist on the show, and they did like a live joint, and uh, the shit was pretty interesting. My therapist listens. That's what Charlie she, is doing she, Monday. Yeah, she yeah. give me. She gives me like some feedback from time to time, but she listens. What she say about me? Nothing. She I'm just listens. She, she just listens for my shit. <laughs> she listens for my shit. Uh, I'm the star. All right, nigga. Uh, I'm Michael. Right. You're Tito. We've already established <laughs> this. All right, fam. <laughs> <laughs> keep keep Other thinking that. Tito. <laughs> keep thinking that. All right, man. So listen, dog. Shout out to Jarrell. Uh, he 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 brought this to my attention. So did y'all hear about this nigga who's 69 years old? Who identifies as being 45? This nigga was going to court so he can legally change his age to 45. That's that midlife crisis shit. <laughs> you want to fuck young hoes. You Amen. can. That's fine. I mean, you don't but it's easier when you're 45 oh, instead not. of 69. It's not. It's okay. Some bitches like old dick. How old this nigga look? <laughs> he looks fucking 65-ish. Well, he's 60. Man, he's a... For he looks like an old nigga. I mean, <laughs> just play it simple. Well, okay. He looks like an old nigga. So what you think? Like, if a nigga can... If I can go from a whole man to a whole woman, how come I can't change my age? Over the, all that shit. <laughs> like, I'm uninterested. I'm like, so uninterested <laughs> in all the shit. I'm, I'm so, I don't even want to talk about 
I think God, I thank God that the good Lord above has given me 37 years to live. I don't want to rewind this shit. I don't want to relive it. I don't want to get closer to my son's age. Like, nigga, I just want to I, I just want to keep pushing. Shit. I can rewind some shit. Yeah, but you can't erase it. You can't erase it. I, I just want to keep it pushing. That nigga say, hey, he said he want to be 45, so he won't be getting discriminated against when he apply for jobs. And... So he can hook up with chicks on Tinder, but <laughs> <laughs> I knew pussy had to be somewhere in that reasoning. He gonna have a heart attack from that blue pill and die on top of it. Listen, bitch. man, it's worth a, it. It's all worth it. We had a, it's all worth it. We had a white woman the, as the head of the NAACP, fam. <laughs> Anything can happen. Even though the NAACP was started by white people, but Rachel Dolezal, she want to be. She turned from white to black. You can be like in this day and age, you can be whatever you want. If you want to be forty five, my nigga, God bless you. I just don't want to go. You the outlet to be anybody you want to be. What you can be any day. I can change up this profile, make a new one, and be something completely different. I just want to know when I can be white as far as it relates to my social security number. What a bitch! (laughs) I want want you to when they type in my social security number, that shit say white. White man, yeah. And when I show up, and they can look at me like what? <laughs> Am I not a white man? I always felt this way inside. <laughs> I always felt like a white. Do you remember person. that episode of Atlanta love, where they where they did that shit? I love argyle sweaters and shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I love mayonnaise. I could never get with Atlanta. It's I don't a great know why. Show. Second season was trash. I couldn't get the first, except the first episode. Um, which Cat Williams? That was a fucking great, alligator man. That was a great fucking. Episode. He's a genius, honestly. He's 100. just fucked in the head, but he's a genius for real. One hundred. I think. I, I mean. I think. So let me go. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. I just. I don't even think. Well, it could be that too. Uh, but throw my uh tinfoil hat on. <laughs> shit like so. I think when people get out there in Hollywood, uh, they make different agreements and they make certain promises and they may not think that uh what they're doing is real. And then at some point, uh, you see that the, the agreements and the promises and shit that you made. Uh, are real and it's time to cash those in. I don't think they can comprehend that. That I don't think they can comprehend that. So it's this word for that shit. I'm about to find it, and I got this out of a movie. What movie? Um, the Killing Room with uh, Nick Cannon. This was the first time I watched this movie. With I'm uninterested. Uh, that Nick just threw me. <laughs> so I'm what I will say, because I, I I like Nick Cannon. I fuck with Nick Cannon on YouTube. He got this shit called Cannon's Classes. Where uh, you know, he be on his on his shit. You know, he went to he's going back to school at the yeah. Morehouse and he doing that. He puts on these classes. Him and Angela Angela Rye um had a long discussion about voting and what you should, if you should Smart not. Girl. Um it was a this wonderful conversation. Like he Nick is on this shit. Like in I, real life. I'm gonna tell you something too. I actually really do like Nick Cannon, but he's just a fucking cornball. But I do That's all like I'd be him. saying. Like, like he I've, makes good business decisions. I've li- grown to like him but, for real. But you don't want to hang with Nick Cannon. I don't I know don't. the nigga in person. You don't. I mean, I don't know. He if just, I hang he with just seemed like a nigga I don't want to be associated so with. So the shit is called Exploding Noema. It's the theory about the moment you can't reconcile the difference between your perception of what should be versus the reality of what is. So I think that's what happens to a lot of people. And that's when you go, quote unquote, crazy. You thought shit was one way. And you cannot reconcile the difference in your mind when that shit is the exact opposite. And uh, I think that shit make people go. Mm, it does. It would, it, would, it would make you start crazy. What, what's, the, what's the term again? Exploding Noema. Huh. I'm kind of going through that right now. 
like something I wanted to go a different way or I wanted to, my decision to go a different way and it didn't and it just drove you crazy? It's not driving me crazy. It's driving me to overthinking. Okay. I'm an overthinker. I'm a tourist. I always overthink. Okay. Mm. I'm going to have to do my Googles on that shit. Yeah, yeah. man. It's, uh, it's not crazy, but I can see where it, it can. If, you, if you're not a person that can grasp the idea like, okay, it is what it is, you will literally, I can see that happening to people. Um. So last week, uh, who bars is these? Um, one person got it right. My homeboy T Terry, uh, from J Road, of course, because uh, everybody you bring through is like sort of associated with the with, with exit now. What's your problem? It's not. What's your problem? I don't have a problem. It's just, mm. just one sided. Like everybody Jay invites on the show has some connection to, to Joy Road. Are you from Joy Road? At one hundred percent. And what? Joy Road and Plainview. Oh yeah. What high school did you go to? Cody. You did. And cash. Okay, I can get now get a big house and credit. My dad used to coach at Cody. Oh yeah. We're not. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll talk offline. Okay. <laughs> I might know. <laughs> yeah. Uh so look, this was uh this was the was the bars. Like I got sixteen to thirty two bars to rock it, but only fifteen percent of profits. Ever seen my pockets like sixty nine billion in the last twenty years. Like on national defense, but folks still live in fear like nearly half of America's largest cities. That was uh most deaf mm. mathematics uh from black on both sides. Uh so one person got that right. Shout out to T. Um I don't know who I'm picking this one. I don't I don't I didn't get the bars together. I, I, I have one prepared. Okay. And this is from an artist that we've debated on this podcast several times. Is it going to be easy to? No, it's not going to be easy. Okay. Still stand tall when it all falls down, whether one horse hill or a Hollywood town, you should know better. It's no better than these four letters. That's the bar. Not Jay. Okay. No, it's not Jay. All right. So, uh, screenshot the artist, the song, hashtag who bars is these. And tag us, Shop Talk Podcast. Say the shit again. Inside that. Still stand tall when it all falls down, whether one horse hill or a Hollywood town. You should know better. It's no better than these four letters. I haven't the clue. You won't. Yeah. <laughs> you won't. So uh, <laughs> we need y'all to listen. And because. Uh, uh, you like I a think. real hip hop historian. Yeah. We we do this. We do yeah, this. We, we definitely do. This I can shit. tell y'all need to just drop a fucking mixtape at this point. Oh, it's the, my mixtape is coming. <laughs> Westbound and down. Kush Bronson clinic trips dropping on four twenty. <laughs> not fucking deal, right? I now. am I am serious as a fat nigga having a heart attack. Wait a minute. So I was gonna do the Han challenge. I saw. I mean, uh, I saw Juvie do the shit. I was. I'm thinking, working on my Han challenge. What was the shit? I forgot. We were supposed to do the. Uh, there was one we were supposed to do that we were supposed to murder. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, just, we, we fuck with that. Yeah, we never touched it. I wrote a little bit, but I ain't gonna do nothing. Go ahead. No, I'm waiting because I don't know how I feel about it yet. I mean, it's the perfect place to debut bars. You might as well. I'm not a rapper, <laughs> but you a writer for yourself and others. Like, no. <laughs> I said big bars and money, picking up my brothers. Like, no. <laughs> so uh, I do have a music pick for the week. I got two actually. Okay. Uh, first one is a commemoration that today, 25 years ago, Wu-Tang dropped their debut album. Mm, so the Tribe, right? Huh? So the Tribe Wild Quest dropped the album. Uh, I, I was never a Tribe fan. I'm not shitting on Tribe. I was just never a Tribe fan. Yeah, maybe. But Wu-Tang changed my life. Like Wu-Tang. Hey, Wu-Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with. These niggas was performing on Good Morning America this morning. 
<laughs> they did protect your neck. Did you hear the joint with um, Tiana Taylor? Yeah. That's my shit right now because Met the Man go crazy on that yeah. one. Yeah. That shit fire, fam. Yeah. He but, got the best one on there. Like, he he killed it. It's him, Raekwon, and Ghostface. Yeah. There would never be another meth, never be another Ghostface, yeah. never be another Raekwon or ODB. Yeah. Like, they are a group of originals. So, that is my first music pick of the week. My second music pick of the week is from my, I would like to label him a hometown hero, Icewear Vezel. His new single with Zaytoven just dropped today, Two Sides. He Vezo just signed with Motown about a week ago. Mm-hmm. And like he used a great analogy. That's like a nigga from Detroit signing to the Pistons. Yeah. Like I'm I am happy to see his grind that he's actually, you know, achieved the level of success that he's at. One day I hope we can get him here in the seat because I love to I love to chop it up with where I swear Vezo and ask him a few questions. But Two sides is my shit. That's my music. Piece I haven't for the listened week. yet, but I'm gonna listen. That's hard. We be able to make that. We may be. Able to yeah, make we. That I, I know we got the we got the plug in. I got a question. Do you feel like Motown's gonna do good by him? As far as who do they have over there? As far as hip hop, like what do they? I don't know who they have in terms of hip hop. I just hope. So, I would like to hope that with Motown, they give him that green light. They give him the budget and the support that he needs in order to continue to be successful. For like signing, as far as like, you can't get lazy when you sign to a major. Well, like yeah. signing with like major labels right now, like fam, just give me the marketing. Yeah, that's like, all I need. Like, I, I make music easy. You know what I'm saying? I got through it. Like, just give me the marketing, get my shit out there. And give a nigga a little bit of a budget. Let Let me get some big name producers. Let me Let me get a couple of big names. Zaytoven's big. Yeah, but I'm saying like. Let me let I me got, get an album with. I got hell of. I, got, I want you to keep your sound, because what I don't like sometimes is when you leave the city and then you get this whole new sound and like not this don't got shit to do with Vezo. I get yeah. what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? Like if we love and fuck with you and you this sound does put you on and then once you get on you get your major budget. The, and but that that's, shit don't sound that's like what I love that about no Oakland. Oakland, I love about Cali. They all they never leave that. And like they stay oh, true to that. But that's also Oakland the sound, sound that puts you on regionally. Like maybe I maybe I want to crack the door open a little bit harder. Maybe I'm gonna need no no Swiss beats. Maybe I'm gonna need DJ Premier. What'd maybe I'm gonna need that in order to expand that of, sound. What do you think when you hear trap music? What do you mean? What, uh, what when uh, you think when you hear the term trap music? What music do you think about? Ti. Yeah, DJ. you think about Atlanta music, right? Yeah, pure Atlanta. That's Atlanta future. Sound. That's Atlanta sound. Period. They didn't say let me go get the New York sound and do the New York sound. They did they shit. I don't think and they future's trap. I just think true future's future. You know what I'm saying? Okay, like Atlanta has a sound of music, which is now a popular set of like, but that's their music, of that's their sound. And if we got a sound, it's okay to be that. I'm like, gonna tell you what's so crazy. These new set of Oakland niggas, they sound so much like Detroit guys. Oakland, yeah. Detroit, Detroit's like cousins. Facts. I'm listening to this one group. They are uh, sob something. Them niggas Mm-mm. is tight. Now we 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 had this discussion damn near every time in a barbershop. Oakland, Detroit is like this. Yeah, they, they sound they, so much. It's alike. interchangeable. It yeah. is. And, it, and I want to know, I'm going to be interviewing Babyface Ray pretty soon. Um, one of my biggest questions for him is, what do you think is keeping us here? Like, why are we not branching out? I don't necessarily. So I thought that we was local. You know what I'm saying? All these oh, no, we're not. No, no. We're not. And I'm done with the local rapper shit. You know the local rapper? Because these niggas is booking shit everywhere. everywhere. They and, are. like, they got major markets. So, like, I know uh, a lower level, not as big as artists. That but some folks probably fuck with him and shit. So he explained like, all right, when you upload this shit, uh, this go to, um, hundred and eleven different music streaming sites. So he like, listen, I make I don't even do this shit for real, but I make probably about twelve to thirteen hundred dollars just off my music streams every week. I'm like, well, shit, nigga, that's a 
Like, that's a, that's better than what some niggas making yeah. going to work every day. Now, granted, he out here doing his other things, whatever. But like, all right, cool. Like I thought y'all and then like, well, look, I know where all these streams come from. And it's like, so Detroit, the Detroit music sound, Milwaukee fuck with that shit heavy. Yep, they Oakland don't. fuck with that shit heavy. Mm-hmm. Chicago, Chicago, like, yep. when you look mm-hmm. at the, um, so I follow all the. Uh, Shout out to AJ and SJ. I started following all the video, the people who shoot the videos, right? Mm-hmm. And I follow their YouTube pages and shit like that because that's where the new music going to be at. So you listen to that and I listen looking at the fucking comments like, nigga, fuck with Detroit music everywhere. They do. Now, if a person decides to just to stay local, that's their own decision. They, maybe they need another team around them. But like people fuck with the music. They fuck with the sound. And ain't nothing wrong with the sound. I want Big Sean to throw some niggas on, on a track. Like how Kendrick did the young, you just keep belching your ass every foot. I'm just playing. <laughs> Throw them out there. Throw them out there. I'm going to say shit, so that's why I'm laughing. I'm going to say shit all the time. It's this beer shit. Look, liquor makes it worse. Okay, no. How Kendrick did on the uh, Black Panther soundtrack. Yeah. He threw nothing but Cali niggas on there. It was people I never heard of. Oh. Like, he threw Mozzie on Black Panther soundtrack. That took him to another level. He threw the SLB guys on there, too. Shit. I mean. I need Sean to do Sean that. I need him to throw Peasy on the track. Sean threw. Cash doll. Payroll on the track with Jeezy before payroll was payroll. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? On a Detroit mixtape. On the Detroit no, no, on his actual Oh album. no, no, on the album. I remember. Was he as big as Big Sean is now? No. I no. need him to do it now while he's that big Sean. Yeah. I need him to throw a peasy uh Sada Baby. Sada Baby and Big Sean would probably go crazy. And he threw Earl, Earl on that bitch. And Earl had the dopest verse on the remix. He had the dopest verse on that. Earl was a great writer. And he threw H- he threw HBK on on some shit. Yeah, but uh, I need it to be a major song though. Okay, I mean it had a video to it. It had a. Yeah. I'm be honest. I'm not. I'm not a huge Big Sean fan. I'm talking shit. I'm not. But I I want to hear that. I want to hear that blade. I want you to do a blade beat and put a song together. Yeah, yeah. And blow that shit. Yeah. Because niggas going to jump on it for real. This people love the culture of Detroit, period. Yeah. They do. Stop. When you go out of town and niggas be like, oh, you from Detroit? I like you already. Like, damn. We got to stop giving <laughs> There's nothing like a Detroit culture. chick, though. You There's can't not- stop giving these niggas our Detroit culture. Them are buffs. I don't give a fuck if it's play it out or not. That's our style. They not though. And stop letting niggas rock that shit. Act they be, like they but they be wearing the wrong buffs though. They do. They they don't be wearing. I'm in I'm in Vegas one time and some dudes walk up. They they tight. They got some buffs on. I'm like y'all from Chicago, ain't y'all? They was wearing the wrong ones. Like how you know? I could just tell you ain't look, a D nigga. Because like, you look like a knockoff Detroit. Nigga. <laughs> yeah, basically. Shout out to our Chicago. You got on bright ass right red shoes, nigga. Uh, so man, I do got a uh, I got a who mans is this this week? Okay. This shit too fucking funny though. What is that? So every week, uh, we had did this episode a couple weeks ago, well, a couple months, shit, a long time ago. Yeah. And I had a question like, when somebody be doing some wild shit, and like, dog, who manages this? <laughs> like, who is more responsible, the nigga doing the wild shit or the nigga who brought him? The nigga who brought him. You know what I'm them saying? Your people's so, man. That was that. So then every week since then, I've been giving somebody. And a lot of times, me and you have been places, and people have probably asked, <laughs> like, dog, who manages this? this? Because I get drunk easy. Uh, <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> So um, so every week I, I, I come across something where, the, where you got to ask the question, like, dog, who man is this? <laughs> and uh, this is a video clip. I've, I've, I've cried real tears, like, watching this shit. I've watched it multiple times. I posted on Facebook earlier today, but, like, it's a clip from the first 48. And, like, I guess there's been some sort of murder or some shit, and these niggas go into this low-budget hotel room, and they talk to the— Crest Motel? Possibly? It's some Crest Motel shit, dog. So here we go.
He is tickled. Room 105 has been cleaned of any potential evidence. Motherfucker, he had a roach in the drawer. According to the hotel manager, there's no record of Dana Odom renting the room. But I'm just hoping that she checked in with somebody. Who do you have checking in on September 5th? Ben Stolen. No, sir, sir, I think that's telling me the key's been stolen. I don't think there's a guy named Ben Stolen. That's, that's the, his, his name is Ben Stolen. You're telling me that you took a guy's name as Ben Stolen. <laughs> right. And your key is missing. Your key has been stolen. No, no, no. His name is Ben key, Stolen. He didn't, he didn't drop off back in the office. Right, so it's been stolen, right? Yeah, it's stolen. <laughs> <laughs> his name is Ben Stolen. Look up. Right. <laughs> like, oh, fuck. <laughs> like, so you mean to tell me <laughs> this nigga wrote some i want to see the sheet do it say b-e-n stuff like because this is the greatest criminal of all time <laughs> like the nigga went in that bitch murdered somebody and didn't turn the key back in and wrote been, been stolen. stolen but this nigga was like no fam just, no not, <laughs> not name. Like, who i know how to run my business <laughs> Like no, the key did not return the key. Like so, you said this. You think this man's name is Ben Stolen, and your, your key is Ben. Stolen. Like the nigga, like he 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 took both his hands and wiped them over his face. He is so fucking frustrated. Dog. I'm sure it's not the type of establishment where they oh, take shit. identification Gosh. when you get a key. Man, this nigga opened the drawer up, and it was literally it was a roach in the drawer and shit. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm like, dog, this shit is too far. This shit is too wild. That uh, sounds just like the Chris Motel. It probably. What could. what is that? So Ow. it's it's. Never. <laughs> I'm sure a lady of your caliber is not a, an establishment that someone has taken. You to. Listen, I just recently found out what a um a short stay was. It is a short stay. That's what I'm like. <laughs> you know, the short stay is. I'm like, I've never heard of a short stay. I'm sorry. Like, no. Yeah. $25 for three hours, and you get $5 back once you return the key. Unless it's been stolen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, shit. shit. That's, <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, some funny shit, though. It is. Been stolen. Uh, so could you tell people where they can find uh, the Elmatic View at? You can follow me on Instagram, the E-L-L-E-M-A-T-I-C view, or the same thing on YouTube. I'll be dropping soon. I'm gonna do something on the Hate You Give uh, next week. Awesome movie. Oh, shout out to uh, this. It was an awesome movie. Shout out to uh, this week in culture. Um, me and Trinidad Ant did a review on the Hate You Give, and uh, that was a dope ass movie though. It was. I cried. My last. Still haven't off. seen it. Go get your life. Yeah, I don't watch a lot of movies. It's I'm a movie buff. It's hard for me to dedicate two hours of my life just to see I go by myself. Dark. I have no problem going along. Going to I movies. did watch that by myself, actually. Yeah. I love the show by myself. So now that, you know, me and Aunt, you know, we the whole show is based around TV and movie reviews and then the conversations that come, like, off of that. So, like, I've been having to watch a lot more movies than I normally would watch. You know what I'm saying? But uh, I love me when Game of Thrones comes back on. Yeah, that's I can, something I can I, talk about that. I can never get into. Game of Thrones, that fire. No. I'm more like a This Is Us, Chicago This TV. Is Us is fire. This I'm is mad us. it wasn't on this week, dog. I'm at home like, who recorded my, who stop recording my damn show? Right. I'm like, no, what the fuck? But that whole ass election was on on Tuesday. So no. <laughs> I, listen, I didn't even think about that. That's I'm irritated. I'm, like, where the fuck is This Is Us? I can't get into that show. New, new Amsterdam is good. I haven't watched it. The Good Doctor's good. I, I watched a little bit of that. 
I'm all into. Oh, that's the the, the little autistic dude. Yeah, He's I watched the first hilarious. season. Yeah. You know, they're social. Like that's what makes it even yeah, more funny yeah. to me. That's dope. I like him. Y'all yeah. speaking Spanish. I don't know none of these shows. So you watch shit about. like um, Sons of Anarchy, Game of Thrones. I did watch Sons of Anarchy, and I do watch the little spinoff of that right now. Too. Yeah, I ass. don't, but I heard the spinoff was good. Yeah. It is, and it's a, it, it's an hour and a half show. I would dedicate an hour and a half to TV. Like. That's like most like shows is it a half hour or is an hour? This nigga's got mm. an hour and twenty eight minute show. Yeah, Walking Dead, shit like that. I don't want to see none of that. That's the type of shit I cannot watch. Yeah, I watch the Walking. I watch Dead. a lot of sports. I R. Watch. Uh, I like huh? I like boxing when it's on. Okay, okay, my favorite sport. Mine's too. Um, uh, socials, man. Uh, it's Dame going wild on everything that matters. Twitter, Instagram. That's it. Uh, Jay Johnson on everything. Uh, that's that's my line. You can't say everything <laughs> that matters. I mean, I, I stole it from you. We're partners. All right, man. We're partners. On everything. You steal shit from me all the time. I can't think of one thing. I mean, you you have nothing I want. The show. You stole that from me. This is my idea. This is really cool, though. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really? That's, that's the story I'm going to tell. Oh, okay. That's the story I'm going to tell. It's my creation. Jay Johnson, 313. Uh, more importantly, follow Shop Talk Podcast. Uh, follow Shop Talk Podcast Studios because we got a lot of fire coming up out of here. And um, it's a website you can go to. It's shoptalkpod.com. And if you go forward slash booking, you can book some time. Boom. And, like, I'm not saying that we the Rockefeller podcast, but we are Jay and Dame. Hell, yeah. Peace.